is in the know for Monday, April 19, the 109th day of 2021. There are 256 days left in the year. Good morning. MB guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast, on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We'll look back on the weekend. We'll get ready for a roller coaster of a week weather-wise. We'll have that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, you are notorious for um, changing the pigs in the blanket game to uh, all new levels. Yes. 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 You were you. you matter of fact, you invented hogs in a comforter. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you? You know, I love pigs in a blanket. Yes. Otherwise, you wouldn't have attempted to make them for me. Yes. Uh, it was in this week in 1957. That Pigs in a Blanket debuted in Betty Crocker's Cookbook for Boys and Girls. Oh, so wow. it was in a children's cookbook. Which and, makes me uh, a little bit sad oh, because don't. I could not even pull off <clears throat> Pigs in a Blanket. Don't feel bad. <laughs> My mom made Pigs in a Blanket as an adult. So it's, it's uh, Pigs in a Blanket are good. And when you're really hungry, Hogs in a Comforter will do. <laughs> He's the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. Two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Moscow, Paris, and even Millwood. He's Sam Gormley. And the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. You know where Millwood is. Oh, yes. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Just making sure. Halfway, that... halfway in between Litchfield and Caneyville. Mm-hmm. That's right. Just making sure. I like to test you on your geographical mm-hmm. uh, your geographical aptitude. That's one I can even point out on a map. <laughs> look at uh, yeah. look at look at you go. How was your weekend? Anything big happen? Uh, no. I mean, just your typical weekend. Yeah. So getting um, ready for more sports today. Yep. And then we kind of have a little bit of a we have a week off until our next one. So it's a little weird. Only one this week because the teams are traveling. Uh, I yeah, guess. and I think we moved our schedule around because we wanted the mullets. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't get a chance to see you before the before the show, but. I'm, I have a note here to talk about the Bengals' new uniforms. Yes. Um, so, all right. So you responded yeah. with a favorable oh, yeah. tone. Yes. I haven't seen them. I was afraid that it was going to be I, something. I pulled your pictures. Do you want them now? No, or do no, you want them later? no, okay. not at all. I'm more concerned with the with my, what my weekend consisted of, which was uh, bicycle procurement. Uh, young Miss Alea is turning five next. Uh, she's turning five this week, mm-hmm. uh, day after tomorrow, in fact. And so, uh, she has outgrown her tricycle. That uh, is at our house. And so she said, uh, back some time ago, she said that she was too big for her tricycle. She wanted one with two wheels. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we taught, said, okay, well, then that's a bicycle, not a tricycle. So uh, we went on a birthday adventure on Saturday, and she and I went and uh, found her. I, not just any bicycle will do for oh, her. No. We had to have something that. Now, Sam, you know Alea very well. I do. So could you look at this bicycle without her next to it and say, that's an Alea bicycle? Oh, yeah. It yeah. fits her. <laughs> and even her shirt's matching. I, I did that. That was not by accident. I was going to say, I, I, uh, uh, Mama saw to it that uh, matches. Ma- yeah, and Mama didn't go. I didn't realize that the first time I looked at the picture, and now I see the 
see the matching. Uh, matches the wheel rims and mm-hmm. everything. It's And uh, her helmet's not in that picture, but her helmet is the color of the wheel rims, too. No. So she's looking very stylish. It was their adventure, but uh, helped get her ready prior to the adventure. Mm-hmm. So some of that was by design. It was also sweet, too, because Alea didn't know that we were doing that. So when we were at the store... We got to we got to kind of experience it like we were just looking for the first time, and the the folks helped and found just the perfect thing for her. So anyway, it's been a big weekend full of uh, bicycling for her, and coincidentally, today is Bicycle Day. Okay, so it's right it on it's right on right on cue. And as I have it on good authority, as soon as her eyes opened this morning, she said, "Can I ride my bicycle?" Yes. So <laughs> there did. will be bicycling in her future. Can she do two wheels, Scott? For today, no. Well, she can do three of the four wheels. She can do four of the four wheels. She's not doing. She's not doing two wheels, and she's not popping wheelies yet. But if you give her by the end of the week, I was going to say, yeah, it'll I be think quick. she'll have wheelies being popped. Uh, awesome weather today and tomorrow, and then it snows. I mean, maybe not snows here in our area, but there's going to be snow in the region. And the further off to the north you get, they're thinking about a freeze warning in Jackson and Jennings counties up in southern Indiana. So, but uh, here closer to home, uh, what you can expect, warm highs around 70 degrees today and tomorrow. And then a rapid drop in the temperature tomorrow night with rain to wet snow and some grassy amounts. And it may not be... May not be snow here between the lakes, but regionally, don't be surprised if you don't see some if you don't see some snowflakes. So it's uh, adding. I guess I just wish it would decide. It, that, isn't that against the law? It should be snow. Against, uh, I mean, it'll be what April twenty first. That's right. I've seen some early April snows before, and that's kind of like all right. That's you're testing it. But I, now this is I you know, think late snow April. in March. I mean, snow really any time of the year. I'd be fine with just completely getting rid of. But agreed. Well, T- at least no. on the 10 day now, you see the 10th day from now, 80, ninth day from now, 80. So that's good. If we can just get through the middle of this week, we'll stair step up. We'll kind of limp through the weekend. And then a week from today, 74 is the projected high, which will get us back to uh, seasonably uh, appropriate. Mostly sunny, 70 today, mostly clear, 47 tonight. Warm day tomorrow, then a, a cold evening. 70% chance of rain tomorrow with a high of 70, and then look for 49 as your low. I mean, a 30-degree 30, 30 temperature swing. That's crazy. Um, something like that. I, I blame Dennis Cook. He's the one that kept asking for one more. Oh, it's him that did it. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Thanks him. for reminding me. That had slipped my mind, and now I know exactly who to blame. Uh, there is a lot of preparation in Minnesota today. The both sides, uh, the prosecution and the defense of Derek Chauvin, are doing their closing arguments this morning, and they're you're already seeing uh, people gathering in various cities around the country, just preparing for what potentially could be a um, a verdict in that case. I, I guess I'll be a little bit surprised if the verdict comes today. I think by the time closing arguments come along, uh, the, then the jury will sequester. I can't imagine the jury comes back in minutes or hours. I think it's more likely to be tomorrow. But uh, security all over Minneapolis today, National Guard, uh, they have asked for additional law enforcement officers from surrounding states just preparing for uh, the the verdict that may come in. I, I sort of fear... Uh, I'm, I'm fearful about what's about what we're uh, about what is potentially going to happen. I'm not so. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I'm just I'm I am uh, being aware and paying attention to what's going on there, as the justice system does its thing in Minneapolis, 
and um, I don't know all of the details. I've not followed the case. I, um, I just, I'm, but I'm just kind of braced for what might happen. Uh, something that makes me happier is seeing that NASA was able to successfully fly an unmanned flight on Mars earlier today. It's the first unmanned uh, flight on a uh, foreign planet, you know, on a, on a planet, not Earth, conducted by man in history. And so it's kind of the um, Orville and Wilbur Wright moment on Mars. And so now when you prove that you can do that, then this little thing was very small that they flew, and it didn't last very long, but proof of concept now, we build from there, that you can do autonomous flights on Mars. And How soon till someone's on Mars? Oh, gosh. I still think it's... Um, ten years? I, I, you know, I don't know that it'll be ten years. I, I, I'm going to call it at five. I won't be surprised in five at the way that uh, things change. It's not necessarily... Uh, I, I just don't know. Would I, you go? No, I would not go. Mm-mm. Not even if there are candy bars there. Um, <laughs> would you go to the Interesting. moon? Would I go to the moon? Uh, no. No. Okay. No. I, now I'm fascinated with going to the moon. Uh, maybe if I were younger and said, oh, I want to be an astronaut, and I wanted to prepare for that. But no, I, I mean, would I go if I were qualified and in a position to go to the moon? Yes. Uh, to Mars? No, but I'm not in position to do either, so I'll just say, no, I'm not going. And then I watched, I couldn't help but watch some of the Prince Philip send-off on Saturday. I'm not major into the royals, like I'm not all things royals and I've got to pay attention, but I can't help but I've always been a little bit fascinated with the the regalia of it, you know, when... Um, Prince Charles and Lady Diana were married and I was young and all that. It was just the pageantry and everything. I I have enjoyed watching The Crown on Netflix, and I feel like I know the story a little bit better. So I just liked the pageantry of what all was involved on what the family called a small send-off on Saturday. So it was was nice to see, or at least I, I enjoyed seeing it. Uh, COVID. Governor Bashir announced 1,587 new COVID-19 cases over the weekend. 713 Friday, 599 Saturday, and 275 yesterday. The uh, weekend brought 36 coronavirus-related deaths. That's including 18 audit deaths. And the rolling seven-day positivity rate rose slightly from Thursday's 3.45 to 3.48 yesterday. Hospitalizations fell by 22 patients Patients on ventilators decreased by three people to 46. You can, uh, the total number of new virus cases declined for the third day in a row. Uh, Nationally, well, according to Johns Hopkins University, Sunday they reported 140 million, almost 141 million cases of COVID-19 around the world and nearly 3 million deaths. In the United States, we're at 31 million and uh, closing in on 600,000 deaths since the beginning of the pandemic. On the good news side of things, half of U.S. adults have received at least one COVID-19 shot. So we crossed over the 50% mark. The goal is if we can get above 70%, they're saying that's when herd immunity uh, is is likely. Uh, 50, if we stay at 50 that's going to be problematic because 50 means half 50 means it can go, you know, can go either way in that regard, but 130 million people 18 and older have received at least one dose of the vaccine. The 
U.S. cleared the 50% mark just a day after the reported global death toll from the coronavirus topped a staggering 3 million people. It is interesting by region where the demand varies. I also saw some statistics over the weekend that continues to be, be a very partisan issue. Those who are opting not to are predominantly Caucasian and predominantly GOP. There is a partisanship about the vaccination that you can almost use those demographics to figure out who is refusing to do it and says they're not going to, which is is their choice. My point is that it's still, even if people don't want to say it's a partisan issue, it is at its core a partisan issue because of what we went through last year. As a case in point, the demand has not been high in places like Tennessee, particularly rural Tennessee. They are at the bottom four states for rates of adults getting at least one shot at 40.8%. It's trailed only by Louisiana, Alabama, and Mississippi are the only states. So Kentucky doing a pretty good job on getting yeah, vaccinated. I think Kentucky is one of the higher – I think they're the highest of the, of what you would classify as a southern as state. A southern state. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And so, you know, I, there are multiple reasons for that. And uh, But uh, still – uh, I also saw this morning Dr. Fauci believes that the the pause will come off of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, that it's not going to be just done away with or canceled. They will be unpaused probably in just a matter of days. Uh, there's a story at K105.com this morning about the Grayson County Sheriff's Office and state police looking for a Falls of Rough man who led police on a chase from the WK Parkway into McLean County. They're searching for 20-year-old Michael Blaylock following the suspect walking away from an Evansville hospital after wrecking while fleeing multiple law enforcement agencies on the afternoon of Friday, April 10. Uh, You can read all about that at K105.com. Lots of uh, details that you can catch up on there. The Ohio River boating accident over the weekend left one dead and four injured and two missing during thunder over Louisville. A barge, tugboat and barge, collided with a uh, personal um, vessel that uh, led to one death, four injured, two missing, and they have a, they have adjusted from their rescue, their mission from search and rescue to search and recovery. So the two that are missing are likely presumed dead. So it will change uh, the numbers on this just a little bit. But seven people were on a pleasure craft when the accident occurred Saturday night near a boat dock in Louisville. A search for a man and a woman who were missing from the boat had resumed yesterday. But we don't know if it is in any way, if it's if it's related to Thunder Over Louisville or if it just happened to happen during that time frame. If you watch Thunder over the weekend, you'll know that the formatics of it were a little bit different. People weren't gathering on the riverfront like they historically do. There were, what, five different sites, I think, around uh, around the region, including across the river at Caesars and then Bowman Field and I think Cherokee Park. But kind of Bowman Field was, uh, was Thunder Central. That was the, the largest area where people were drawn to. So I'm not saying that people weren't out on the river more because it's Thunder Saturday, but it wasn't your, you know, historically you'll see just boats lined up in a flotilla for the for the fireworks show, and then they have them, you know, moved away from the barge area. So anyway, don't know that the two are connected anyway, other than happened during the same window of time. Human remains have been found in a wooded area in Hart County, and remains found last year in Hart County have been identified. State police said Saturday about 6.30, troopers received a report of decomposed human remains located off Locust Grove Road just east of Bonneville. 
Police said the cause of death and identity of the deceased are currently unknown, and they've been transported to the ME's office for autopsy. On Wednesday, police identified human remains found in February in the uh, of last year in the 1100 block of North Nelson Road as a uh, 25-year-old Jacob Tipton of Berea. He had been missing since April 2016 and was identified through dental records. Um, an odd, an odd story. Sam, did you stay up late and watch uh, UK and WKU's volleyball? I was going to. And because it was supposed to start at 9 o'clock, I was like, okay, well, I can do that. Hour and a half would be a longer volleyball game. I was like, okay. And then I heard, saw a tweet at about 8.30 that said, oh, yep, we're going to be 45 minutes after the game that's currently happening, and that game's only in the second set. And that's when I said, okay, guess I'm not staying up for volleyball because I don't <laughs> think it started until quarter to 11. Yeah, it was supposed to start at 9 central time. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, okay, well, I'll flip over this. WKU, UK, uh, in the postseason for volleyball. I don't watch a lot of volleyball, but hey, two schools I like, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch. And then it was Florida yeah. playing someone, and it was a couple of points from match point. But then they had to kill time between those two. I can't, I can't stay up late and watch this. So I didn't see it, uh, but the UK women did advance. They did. They won 3 to nothing, which I hate for... For the WKU volleyball, because they sure. they've been playing very well over the past couple seasons. Alex Bowman pulled off a uh, off a late move to win the NASCAR race at Richmond over the weekend, and they will be headed to uh, Talladega for uh, their next race in the series. So uh, good for uh, good for Alex Bowman. The Reds, um, mm-hmm. Justin Bieber's brother, no. Shane. Yeah. Well, no, they made that joke on it, and apparently Shane has a jersey that says "Not Justin" not on the Justin back. Not Justin on the and back. And then J- Justin has one that says "Not Shane." Good set. set. Oh yeah, he really does. awesome. Yeah. Uh, Bieber set a new uh, strikeout record, fanning thirteen as the Indians beat the Reds six to three. But maybe the big news out of Cincinnati this morning: the Bengals have gone very. Um, They've made a first big uh, uniform move in quite some time. 2004. Since 2004. What are, they, what are the new Bengals are, uniforms? Are you ready? Like? I'm ready. The, the drum roll. So they're, they're the, new, the new Bengals jerseys. Okay. Uh, they don't look any different to me. They're, they're a little different. I mean, and I think that's what fans are happy that they didn't go crazy. Um, but they are just a little bit different on the shoulders. The num- numerals are a little different. The striping is a little different, but... For the most part, they kind of stuck with the traditional Bengal okay. jersey. I, just, I thought this was going to be something. They're like, oh, wow, that looks different. And I couldn't tell you how that looks yeah. How that looks I different. I had no from, idea or have no idea year. what they look like before. But so. these are nice. Yeah, I mean. Right. Could have been worse, right, Sam? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Could have been worse. So we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the News. Today is Garlic Day. Mm, I like it in my hummus. <laughs> I love garlic. Garlic bread <laughs> with yes. some spaghetti and meatballs. Anna loves garlic. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Miss Buckles over there, she is moderate on the garlic. You I'm like moderate. it, but you like it, but you don't like too much of it. Yeah, that's correct. It's, I do love my garlic hummus. That is oh, yeah. one of my biggies. It's hard. Do you like hummus? Yeah, oh, yeah. I was. I'm so proud. Huh. 
100 I mean I was raised on that so I mean our our family get-togethers with with our appetizers are not your traditional appetizers your mom is so awesome you so. were you were raised on smashed chickpeas yeah, in a They're way, good. So my grandpa would always enjoy going to the store and going through the Mediterranean bar and mm. picking out the random like mm. stuffed olives or the grape leaves. Okay. Now you're talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, because he's All a big right. fan of of the olives. That was my oh stuffed yeah. Olives. I love I love olives. So, Our dog growing up was olive. Oh really? Yes. All right. That's fun. After the book, uh, all of idea. the other reindeer, but. Uh, all over the other. I got it. Okay, mm-hmm. that's very good. Uh, it is also bicycle day today. And it's humorous day today. Not hubris, humorous, as in ha-ha, as in funny. So I didn't ce- know if it was the bone. Celebrate. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> celebrate accordingly. Uh, Hester Ford, the oldest person in America, has passed at the age of 116. She left behind quite a legacy, not the we- least of which are some, get this, 120 great-great-grandchildren. I can't even. <laughs> That's a lot. Of course, you know, if you if you think about it, though, you live long enough yeah. and you have enough children, eventually your great-great-grandchildren get to be sizable. She is from Charlotte, North Carolina. She died Saturday at the age of 116. She was born in 1904. In Lancaster, South Carolina, she grew up on a farm, planting and picking cotton and plowing the fields. In addition to her legion of great-greats, the matriarch had 12 children, 48 grandchildren, and 108 great-great-grandchildren. Wow. Just think on everything she saw in her life. Right? Absolutely. Uh, her precise age, unclear. One set of census records shows her born August 15, 1904, but another set shows 1905. But uh, celebrating her at 116 years, somebody asked, well, what did she die from? 116. That's, <laughs> yeah. what, she, that's what she passed away from was, 100, was 116. Yeah. I think and at that age, you just don't, uh, you don't ask questions. A new study says eating too quickly can lead to weight gain. <laughs> Suddenly, it's all been explained. <laughs> like, okay. Finally, the study I've been needing to know. If you're grabbing a quick bite to eat while rushing from one errand to the next or having a meal that's so familiar you just start wolfing it down without even realizing it, whatever you need for speed, new research suggests you might be putting yourself at much higher risk for weight gain. They found firstborn children were twice as likely to eat faster than other kids and that a higher number of siblings is associated with a speedy eating rate. Right, you got to get there first. If you don't get on it, it will disappear. <laughs> Eating faster reduces uh, satiation, it says. The first step is to use your other senses with food first rather than taking a bite immediately. They suggest scheduling a time for your meal, setting aside 20 minutes or so just to eat may be a big transition. But if you're looking to practice more mindfulness and control your weight, it's worth making that appointment. Overall, you're not uh, you're working not just on weight loss, but on developing a better relationship with food. I am the slowest eater in the world. Mm. So I don't know what my problem is. I, but, my oh. grandma might might take you up on that. Well, about being slow, mm-hmm. about being a slow eater, mm-hmm. she'd give her a run for her oh, money. Oh yeah. 
I'm very slow. I don't know if you're oh, the yeah. slowest in the world. You're just the slowest that I know. But um, but now, to be completely fair to you, the spectrum gets shifted because of me. So I'm fast eater. So it makes it seem like you're closer to average probably than I Maybe. am. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Taylor went from so Taylor went from being a young lady who, would, when when she was three, four, and five, she would much rather talk than eat. Mm-hmm. And then as she got older, she also began began a quick eater. My dad eats fast, but that goes back to his time in the Air Force because they didn't schedule twenty minutes; they gave you. X amount of time, and the quicker you got that taken care of, then you had a few extra minutes to do something else. So I'm not blaming it. I'm not blaming it on him. I'm just telling you that it's in our like. That's just just get it out of the way and move on to the next thing. But now you find out. Yeah, I can see where that would be. I guess you're just overwhelming your body. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. So I get it. All right, let's talk about something that makes me happier. Captain Crunch has new bars in two flavors. The Quaker Oats Company's Captain Crunch is reimagining its cereal with new cereal bars. Mm. Mm. All right. The Crunchberry treats are made with red, green, blue, and purple cereal pieces that are drizzled with sweet coating, or the milk. If you don't like the fruity vibe, there's also the peanut butter crunch flavor. The peanut buttery rice crisps are topped with a chocolatey drizzle, and, of course, we all know how well peanut butter and chocolate go together. Mm-hmm. They're nearly <laughs> divine in their matrimony. This just sounds incredibly sweet. Yeah. I, I, and I'm not a big fan of cereal bars at all. Now, I used to love Cap'n Crunch. But mm. the plain Cap'n Crunch. I didn't want the fruit berries in there or anything like that. Just the plain. Mm-hmm. And it had to get soggy first. Which I know some people go, Bleh. but... Captain Crunch was my dad's choice, and you could always tell when dad went to the grocery store because we'd have a box of Captain Crunch because mom wouldn't buy it for, mm-hmm. for us. Yeah, I had to go to Mamma and Granddad's to get Captain Crunch. Yeah. Too much sugar. <laughs> yeah, but that was so, it was always, ooh, Captain Crunch. I remember um, I, I remember a specific trip. I've shared this before, so for those of you who have heard it, um, my apologies. But we went to Lake Barkley for the weekend and rented a cabin. And there were a couple of pivotal things that happened during that trip with my grandparents. One, I learned uh, that's where I was introduced to that sand digger thing that oh, you alternate mm-hmm, and you dig mm-hmm. like a so like a backhoe. All right, so I had not seen one of those before. I was like, hey, this is yeah, this is awesome. And then the other thing was is that since we were there for the weekend, we bought groceries to have at the cabin. And apparently my grandparents were responsible for the groceries because there was Captain Crunch for breakfast. I'm like, yes, <laughs> let's do this more often. <laughs> so that's okay. Captain Crunch is good. I don't know the last time I actually had Captain Crunch, Nor though. No. It might have been at Lake Barkley, <laughs> circa 1982. Yeah, mine's been since then. Uh, Dr. Pepper has just launched three new flavors. We've come a long way since the great Dr. Pepper shortage of last year. Uh, eight months later, after uh, production delays made Dr. Pepper very hard to find, mm-hmm. they're back in a big way. The beloved soda. You all are both Dr. Pepper fans? I'm a big Dr. Pepper fan. I am. I, I may treat myself to one or two a year, but. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm one or two well, a day. I, but I don't drink anything dark other than tea. Mm-hmm. So. Check out the recycling can in the <laughs> building here. You'll know who's drinking all the Dr. Pepper. <laughs> 
It's him oh, over yeah. there. Uh, I fully, fully admit it. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar is the latest of the brand's Better For You offerings. It's now available in three flavors, original, cherry, and cream. See, it, I, I don't like zero sugar or diet. No. Um, give me the give me the original. You want the leaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do I the see, diet. I, like but... Diet Coke. I, oof. Oof. Sam, Sam, you're a high-octane drinker. I am. Okay. I am. The high-octane. I'll sometimes go cherry Dr. Pepper. Or if I'm at a free, you know, the freestyle machine. Yes. I'll go cherry vanilla. Interesting. Okay. Uh, but for the most part, I'm a straight down the middle. Give me just the, the traditional Dr. Pepper. All right. For those of you that do want to take a bite of the zero sugar line, zero grams of sugar, as would be implied in the title. Mm-hmm. Zero. The creative name. Dr. Pepper, zero sugar. You'll be surprised to find has zero grams of sugar. Longtime lovers of Diet Dr. Pepper, which is unofficially the best soft diet soft drink on the market, according to some people. Um, are probably wondering what this means for the future of their Diet Dr. Pepper. Because I, as a Diet Coke drinker, when Coke Zero came out, I thought, okay, what are you all up to here? What kind of what kind of nonsense are you all trying to pull? Because <laughs> if you do something called Zero Sugar, which kind of implies diet, what are you doing with the thing that's already named diet? I already lived through one major Coca-Cola controversy in my lifetime when they brought out new Coke, Mm -hmm. and everybody was just as happy already with the old Coke. So don't be trying to pull some Do you like Coke Zero? Nonsense. No, I do not. I don't know how many times I've tried it, but it's, I don't know. I I also can't drink a Coca-Cola. Really? See, mm-hmm. I can't drink diet. Too cake. sweet. Like when I, if I mm-hmm. when I'll go through the drive-through and get it, and they give me diet, I can't. I can't. I can't drink two sips. Really? I can, no. It's something. Something about the aftertaste. <laughs> there no. is a distinct difference mm-hmm. between oh. diet and non-diet. Oh, there absolutely. really is. Oh, yes. Which the, I don't drink either. The Coca-Cola okay. Classic just right. seems so thick. Mm-hmm. Like we might as well put it on pancakes. It seems to be about as sweet as maple syrup to me. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. We're going to play a round of You Pick Trivia coming up here on In the Nose. Did you know Jim cranked Dwight? 114 times throughout the entirety of the U.S. version of The Office. I love so. I watched a little bit as I was getting ready um, on Saturday. I watched more of The Office. Just, But listen, I love the pranks between. So it was the, the, the phone where Jim had all of Dwight's calls transferred, like his cell calls and his office phone calls. They yeah. He had them all transferred to himself. Uh-huh. Hilarious. I love Asian Jim. <laughs> I would like to see, I'm sure it's available. In the same way I like the list of Gibbs rules on NCIS, I would like to see all of Jim's pranks listed yeah. as a as a go-to. Uh, I caught uh, one episode of The Office the other day where uh, Dwight was operating... Um, so Shroot Farms was opening their bed and breakfast that he insisted <laughs> was not a bed and breakfast. And so he was taking reservations over the phone there at his desk. So Jim asked him what he was doing. He said, are you operating a bed and breakfast? And Dwight said, no, 
we don't have a bed and breakfast, but then explains it in a way where he let they sleep people sleep, people sleep there and then they serve them breakfast in the morning. <laughs> but it was not a it was not a bed and breakfast. So yeah, one hundred fourteen total pranks. Let's play a round of uh, you pick trivia. Uh, let's see. See, I. Here I go with the wrong music again. I'll get it together, Sam. All right, here's today's You Pick Trivia. You Pick Trivia, question number one. Feel free to play along in the comments section if you'd like. You might get some bragging rights over your friends today. Here's You Pick Trivia, number one. Which continent is largest? Which continent is largest? Is it Asia, Africa, North America, or Antarctica? Which continent is largest, Asia, Africa, North America, or Antarctica? Shouldn't this be relatively easy? It should be, but I'm afraid I'm going to be so. the wrong one. I hope so. <laughs> All right, Sam, latest information on Jeopardy? I saw that. Joe Buck is going to be auditioning the tryout for uh, to be the host of Jeopardy. His episodes are expected to air at some point in the midsummer, according to sources. They have been doing two-week runs, but I think there's a chance that Joe Buck is sizing up being the permanent replacement. I think they could do worse. They could do worse, without a doubt. Uh, it will not impact his schedule with the Major League Baseball or the NFL on Fox, but he'll join a group of people who are rotating through. But... Um, I, I guess he could be. See, I'm not one of those. I know that some football fans really do not like Joe Buck. Really? Really do not like him. I like um, Joe I Buck. I think he's, he's fine. fine. I mean, coming from someone who does what he – well, I, I mean, attempts to do what he does. You do it at a different level. Yes. Yeah. It's incredibly difficult to do it at a high level like he does. Yeah. So I have a lot more respect for him now that I've done it. Which continent is the largest? Is it Asia, Africa, North America, or Antarctica? Sam, what did you lock in? Asia. You took Asia. Okay. Beach, what did you take? That's not Asia. You took Asia. Asia is correct. <laughs> Asia is the largest continent. You all were sweating it <laughs> for a second. I don't blame you. That, Easy for me. I had the answers over here. Uh, here is uh, question number two, and you pick trivia. Which of these peppers is the highest on the Scoville scale? Mm -hmm. Which would be the hottest? Which is the which of these peppers is the highest on the Scoville scale? The habanero, the Carolina Reaper, the jalapeno, or the red hot chili? <laughs> is it the habanero, oh, I... the Carolina Reaper, the jalapeno, Very or the red hot chili? Which would be the hottest? On the on the Scoville scale. I look after I write down the I don't change my answers. Uh, <laughs> I need those I think, in like elementary school. We had the little. Uh... The correct answer might <laughs> yeah. be fresh cracked. Fresh cracked pepper could be the hottest. All right, are you all locked in? Yes. Yes. All right, Miss Buckles, what did you lock in? Habanero. You said the habanero. Sam, what did you say? Carolina Reaper. If you said Carolina Reaper, you are correct. Carolina Reaper is the hottest of those choices. Is the Carolina Reaper, you think, maybe the hottest I think pepper? it is. I think it has mm. surpassed the ghost. I know it's the hottest of those four choices, but I can have habaneros and I can have uh, jalapenos and I guess I can have red hot chilies, but... I, like, I don't think I'd eat something called Carolina Reaper. Skyline Chili, Cincinnati Zone, does the habanero cheddar cheese, and it is delicious. It's good. Mm -hmm. um, let's go to question number three for You Pick Trivia. If you get an eagle in golf, how many strokes did you take? 
if you get an eagle in golf, how many strokes did you take? Is it one over par, par, one under par, or two under par? If you get an eagle, is it one over par, par, one under par, or two under par? What's the correct answer? While you mull that over, the reason I mention it is because Sam will be able to connect to this story. Brad Pitt was worried that his pretty boy image would impact his career. Same for you, right? Oh. You've been afraid about your pretty boy image mm-hmm. limiting your uh, professional possibilities. What I, I have to tell the tell our crew is you don't put me on camera too much. It just you know <laughs> takes away from the game. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what they lovingly call you behind your back is pretty boy Sam. Oh. I wish that's what they called me. Like, what, pretty boy Floyd? <laughs> Famous gangster? All right, are you all locked in? Oh, 100%. Yes. All right. Uh, Sam, I'm going to ask you first, what did, uh, is, if you get an eagle in golf, is it one over par, par, one under par, or two under par? Two under par. A two under par. Beach. What, what did you say? I said two under par. It is two under par. <laughs> you said two under par. That was a really good guess. Because par is par. One under par is birdie. Two under par is eagle. Three under par. Do you know it? Albatross. Yes. Which is very rare. I mean, that would be a one on a par four or a two on a par five. So congratulations. I shared this news with you last evening. If you watch Peaky Blinders and you know Aunt Polly, uh, Polly Shelby, she played by Helen McCrory. Helen McCrory has passed away at age 52. Uh, and I guess even more interestingly, I didn't realize that she was married to Damian Lewis. So Damian Lewis currently starring in Billions and uh, had played in the first season or two of Homeland opposite Claire Danes. And so he paid a very touching tribute to uh, the loss. I think she lost her battle with cancer. At age 52, so very sad, and I don't know what that means for the final season of Peaky Blinders. That might have already uh, been shot, so uh, it's uh, really, really sad to hear that. She does a good job with that character. She and really does. She was also in Harry Potter, Sam. Oh. She played... Uh, now i got to look at her yeah, closer here. You'll know what character. Um, oh, uh, mm-hmm. she looks familiar. I yeah. can't put it on her. Yeah, you'll, you'll, I'm sure you'll be able to, to find it uh, very quickly. And then we do want to say congratulations to Luke Bryan. So Luke Bryan uh, had a busy schedule last night. He had to help judge on American Idol, but then was nominated for Entertainer of the Year last night. And then there's uh, some rumor about he getting into a fight with an American Idol guest, which caused Wyatt Pike to drop out, which is completely being uh, debunked now. But Luke Bryan is your new ACM Entertainer of the Year. But it was a big night for female acts last night on the ACM. I loved... Uh, B.B. Winans and Carrie Underwood. That was my favorite part of the entire night was uh, taking us to church there on the ACM Awards. Got to get to a break. We'll come back and we'll finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. For today, which celebrity would you most like to sit next to on a long flight? If I, 
if I don't go in the sports realm, mm-hmm. Tom Hanks. Ooh. You took mine. I feel like he'd be really interesting to, to sit and talk to. If we could just talk about movies. Mm-hmm. Just talk about entertainment, movies, that type of thing. But on a long flight, what's your definition of a long flight? Some people might think here to the West Coast is a long flight. Here to Hawaii would be longer. Mm-hmm. Here to uh, somewhere in Asia would be even longer than that. So, you know, you know, well, would we run? Would I run out of stuff to talk to Tom Hanks about? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's a he's a solid answer, though. I feel like he'd be a, a bastion of knowledge. I think I'm going to need more time to spend on this because I think I might be over. I think by going too quickly, I, that's my thing. I I might choose too quickly on something, and I'm missing an opportunity. Miss Buckles, what about you? So I'm going to go with David Kelly. Who? So the producer of all the shows that I watch, so David E. Kelly, um, does that count? If not, I have a backup. He's a celebrity. I mean, Jennifer Aniston would be. I wondered if Jennifer Aniston wouldn't be on your short list. But David Kelly, I I think I would have a lot of things to talk about with. I, I think I want to be careful about choosing a movie star because the thing I like about movie stars is I like their acting in movies. I really don't want to know so much about them. Yeah. And so, but I, I think I might be, well, what one counts as a celebrity. I mean, but, you know, you say, well, Tiger Woods or Michael Jordan or wherever. I'm like, well, this is going to be a conversation a whole lot about them, which might be all right. But I, I sat next to Sammy Hagar one time, and it really wasn't all that fun. Al Michaels, that'd be another one for me. Uh, I can see Just because I feel, I mean, his, I've read most of his biography and it's fascinating. You know who I'd like to have a conversation with? Who? Jim Nance. Yeah, I don't know if he's on the, out of play-by-play guys, he's not necessarily at the top of my list of, but I mean, if you would say Jim Nance wants to, you know, is sitting next to you, I wouldn't turn it down, but <laughs> well, Al I've heard Michaels, he's I mean, also a really nice and genuine person, mm-hmm. and so it would be... He's just seen some of the greatest moments in golf mm-hmm. and in Final Four history and in basketball. He's also a broadcaster. And so he is someone that I think that I could have lots of conversation with that would appeal to me on multiple levels. See, I feel like I'd go Vern Lundquist before before, before Jim Nance. Mm. Same thing. You get, the, you get the golf connection. Vern Lundquist today or Vern Lundquist 10 years ago? Does it matter? Yes, it does. <laughs> But, I mean, think of all of the great SEC football moments he saw, March Madness. Sam, you're not a golfer, so you're eliminating well, no, I, the golf I wouldn't board. say that. I like your mom's response. Oh, what if I didn't? I Dolly Parton. That'd be a good one. Right? I kind of like it. Yeah. Long flight? Not so sure, but. Yeah. That little short hop that, some, that Delta takes from Louisville to Cincinnati to go somewhere else. I, I'd like to be on that flight. I, I would like to be on a flight. To Atlanta with Dolly. Yeah. No, no longer. Maybe to the panhandle. <laughs> I could do a couple of hours. Uh, on television tonight, something interesting that Idol is doing. It's their, um, it's kind of like their get back. It's so for the people who didn't get to perform, you know, they had their season ended prematurely last season. I mean, they did it, but they were limited. They're bringing back 10 people. From last season, who were finalists, to compete tonight. And one of them gets into this year's competition. I like that. It's a real novel, yeah. Is there one that, I mean, I know you watch it. Is there one that pops out that you want? 
I kind of lost track of them from did last you? year. Yeah, it was, well, it did, kind of limp across the finish line. Didn't Alyssa Ray? Didn't she make it? To she the next? is. Yeah, she's in the top nine. Boy, she's so good. She did. Would uh, she be your celebrity sitting next to you? No, talk to her? no, no. I, no. I'd like to talk. To, I'd like to talk to her on the phone. Mm-hmm. Like somebody get her on the show. Uh, but no, I don't want. I don't want. Not yet. Yeah, I, I want her to win. To mm-hmm. be clear, and I'm for her. I'm just not so sure how much she can teach me. True. True. That was part of my thing in Jim Nance. I just feel like I can learn a lot from Jim Nance. Well, and she's young, and you the, all would have a hard time. The, yeah, yeah, that's right. On that a so very hey, long so, conversation. So hey, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't do it. No. Okay. All right then. I'm going to sit over here and drink my diet coke. Although, if I'm on a plane, I'm having tomato juice, so just giving Ew. you the vibe. <laughs> There's just something about it. I don't know why. Don't you have to have, right, Miss Buckles? Don't you yes. have to have tomato juice yes, on a flight? he hates tomatoes <laughs> so know. much. Yeah. <laughs> Today's highlight in history, this day, 1995, uh, the explosion at the Federal Building in Oklahoma City. Uh, Timothy McVeigh, you're familiar with that story. In 1897, the first Boston Marathon was held. Birthdays today. Tim Curry is 75 today. Al Unser Jr. is 59. Ashley Judd is 53. Jennifer Esposito is 49. James Franco is 43. Do we still get to say your birthday if you've been canceled? You get, you've always told me, honey, that you, they can't take your birthday. But if you get canceled, have they taken your birthday? <laughs> um, I don't know. Okay. I don't have the answer to that one. Kate Hudson is 42. Hayden Christensen is 40. From the uh, Star Wars episode one, two, and three. Uh, and Maria Sharapova, the retired tennis player, is 34 today. Sam, is she your favorite retired tennis player? Oh, Andy Roddick. Oh, that's really. You actually have an answer to that. You're really not. Wow. I always liked just because he was the American and I felt like I. Uh, you'd be more inclined to have a Maria Sharapova poster on your wall than. <laughs> And Andy Roddick, that's yes. probably more accurate. Gone but not forgotten. Elliot Ness, born in 1903. Jane Mansfield, born in 1933. Dudley Moore, born in 1935. Chart toppers. See if I can. I didn't leave us too much time for chart toppers for today. Just spinning. I was going to say, the suspense is killing me. What year? Well, the reason that I really wanted to play this song was because many people are going to think that it's a Kentucky Headhunters song, and it's not a Kentucky... Well, I mean, the Kentucky Headhunters did the song, but Don Gibson actually made this song a hit in 1958. Everybody's going out and having fun. I'm just a fool for staying home and having none. I can't get over how she set me free Oh, lonesome me Aren't you glad you heard it? Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. I don't know it by either the band or the artist. No. Yeah. Never heard it before. Not a Kentucky Headhunters fan, are you? No. No? You're not interested in going to Dumas Walkers? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not. Not a slaw burger? Not fries. Nope. Not a bottle of ski. All right. All 
1976, the Bellamy Brothers were number one. So let that feeling with Let Your Love Flow. Grab you deep we Are the World, USA for Africa, number one in 85. Ace of Base, The Sign in 94. Justin Timberlake, Rock Your Body in 03. Kelly Clarkson, Stronger, number one nine years ago today. All right, NB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Nobody plans to fail, they just fail to plan. Nobody plans to fail, they just fail to plan. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beach, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. Powered by Heritage Media of Kentucky, WKHG Litchfield, Kentucky, USA, 104.9 FM, the Twin Lakes, best man.